Hey girls, uh, what are you doing with my iPod? What, what are you listening to? It's just one of your podcasts. Oh, uh, which one are you listening to? A poffy o fifth of a bum bath. A poffy o fifth of a bum bath, eh? Um, are you enjoying it? Well, I like Scott, but we don't reckon much to Elton. I love them. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 102 of the not defunct, not cancelled, not on an indefinite hiatus podcast, an apotheosis of a bombast. I am your not dead, not arrested, not in- trapped on a desert islanded co-host, <laughs> Scott Copperman. And with me, as is usually the case, is your always available, readily twittering, uh, Shanky Lab... Red bubble producing um, fine fellow, Mr. Ellen McManus. I am a fine fellow. You are. That's really the only part that matters. How you doing anyway? You all right? I'm good. I'm, I am uh, a bit busy with things. And um, I put a post on the Facebook page just kind of alerting everyone that we weren't done. I, you know, people tend to jump to that conclusion. It's just, it's been extraordinarily hectic and I made a... A poor career decision or job decision, which has me locked in for a number of months, doing far too much work in far too little time. Um, so this, I do have a uh, little narrow window here. I thought we'd try to get together and throw something together before I'm back on the on the grind, as they say. Yeah, you will be. Can I give you an interesting fact about uh, 102? Since we're doing episode do. 102, uh, all right. It is an abundant number. It's a semi-perfect number, and it is the sum of four consecutive prime numbers. 19 plus 23 plus 29 plus 31. There we go. Now, aren't all numbers semi-perfect? That's like saying something is nice, or it's it's okay. It's semi-perfect. I, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Well, what are some, there's a couple of words that people throw out there that are non-committal. Uh, okay. Like, like, well, he's all right. Mmm, um, nice. You know, yeah, just kind of like, if you want it to, it can. Someone who wants it to mean a lot can let it mean a lot. But you can always say, no, no, it's not, a, not an insult. Oh, it's the emergency number for U- Ukraine and Belarus. Ah. Oh. It's also it's my house number. Is it? Oh, cool. Yes, 102. The Empire State Building in New York City, just in case you don't know where that is, has 102 floors. I'm just throwing facts out left, right, and center. About well, that's all that matters. It's the 102nd episode. It's it's a celebration of all things 102. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like it that way, anyway. Yes. Anyway, so how have you been? Uh, not too bad. Um, we've had a, a wave of sunshine gleaming over the uh, UK recently. Um, apart from that, everything's fine. Kimmy lost her first front top tooth. And then she did that silly little thing which girls do. She likes to clean. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Silly thing. And um, 
she wanted to polish her tooth before the tooth fairy got it. And so she okay. stood over the sink with the plug in the sink so it wouldn't fall down the sink hole. Yes. Brushed her tooth and then pulled the sink, uh, plug out of the sink and the, the tooth went down the hole. Did she brush it with toothpaste or with soap? Uh, no, toothpaste. Toothpaste. But I ended up taking the trap off to try and mm-hmm. grab it and it had disappeared and then I couldn't get the trap back on. It was just one of them days. Oh. Someday, that boy who drives you nuts right now and looks kind of scraggly down the street will be a, a young man, somewhat strapping, and he'll he'll surface with this rotted tooth oh. that he fished out of the sewer for her <laughs> back when she was seven. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember? I watched you cry. I've kept this forever. Be mine. Oh, God, that's so creepy. It is creepy, but people do stuff like that, don't they? They always show that in, like, uh, TV shows and all. Even uh, Family Guy, there's <laughs> there's a, a prom date of Peter who hasn't flushed the toilet since he went in and used it on prom night 20 years ago. Oh, that's gross. I've it never seen gross. Family Guy. Never really been a fan of that. I've seen the, the bird. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, the bird being the word and all that. Yes. But apart from that, I haven't seen a full episode. <laughs> it has changed over the years from from a certain style of show to to being a little bit more of a a mainstream comedy, but they do a lot of those little flashbacks and mm. little witty things that make excellent YouTube clips. Yes, definitely. But yeah, I mean like I'll never wash this hand again or you know, that everything has to be left exactly as it was. I I I guess these days a lot of things that were romanticized in the past are now looked at as just creepy and stalkerish. It's yeah. There's also a a bit of um, superstition wrapped up in there as well. I think. Mm. I, when I used to play five-side football, I always used to try and get dressed exactly the same way. <laughs> Don't know why. It just felt weird. If you put the left sock on first instead of the right sock, it just feels a bit weird. And when you're getting dressed in the morning, I always put the right sock on first. And so if I put the left one on, it's a bit weird. It feels a bit wrong. Kind of like opening a packet of crisps upside down. Like you've forgotten something? Yeah. You just It's in the back of your head, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah. Well, so did uh, the Tooth Fairy still come to visit? Yes, of course she did. She oh, must goodness. have gone down the pipe and picked up the tooth somehow. Oh! <gasps> Wow, you're so lucky. Yeah, nice shiny gold coin underneath very her pillow, nice. so she was very happy. Apart from that... I love how the Tooth Fairy sets the bar awfully high fairly early. Yeah, and <laughs> decreases it as they get older. Yeah. But yeah, to right there. Oh, no, I, have, I have six of these already. This is only worth a quarter. Do you know, know a, a creepy thing about it? Um, All right. Amanda is hoarding the teeth. And so there's a little... There's two separate pots up in her um, jewellery box and it's got Jacob's teeth in it and it's got Kimmy's teeth in it and it's, uh, it's the grossest thing ever I picture like a little apple that she's carved a little mouth out of and is sticking the teeth in she's got some locks of their hair from the first haircut Oh, that, you could make your own little kid shrunken you? heads yeah, yeah. Oh. It, it's kind of creepy I've got a tooth from when I was about 10 but that was a different story. I 
was on my bike and I split it down the middle. I had a sweet no. in my mouth and I broke uh, just bit on the sweet and it split straight down the middle. Teeth. And so I've always kept that. I don't know why. It's kind of cool. But, yeah, there's a part of the teeth. Kind of like a... a Imagine going round to a witch doctor's house. She'd have a pot of teeth as well. Yeah. Well, I, I think you've now sealed the deal that you don't have to worry about anyone coming and taking her away from you. She's <laughs> she's officially uh, off the market. Not on the you know she's that tooth collection will will definitely get most suitors Too to right. look the other way unless they're a dentist. Mm, then, yeah, then you have visions of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Well, that's, I was going to say, you've seen both versions of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. I assume we're Willy Wonka. What did you think of this um, invention of Charlie being the son, repressed son of a dentist? Not Charlie, Willy. Um, I didn't mind it. I, I, I can't remember what I said before, but I, I don't mind it. To be honest, I've been reading the books recently. Obviously with Jacob, not on my own. But mm-hmm. do you like the Roald Dahl books at all? Uh, I like Great Glass Elevator and Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Mm. Um, James and the Giant Peach was just kind of a... And Matilda I liked. I liked it more than the, the movie. Yeah, I haven't done Matilda. We're reading the twits at the moment, mm. which is kind of good. And there's a there's one about a tortoise as well. I can't remember what it's called. It's Tortoise Backwards, I think it is. Mm. But yeah... Um, Willy Wonka, I, I didn't mind it, I just didn't like the Oompa Loompas, and I still reckon it would have been better if uh, Marilyn Manson had been Willy Wonka instead of oh, oh, uh, Jack Sparrow. Johnny Depp, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's that uh, newer one is on TV quite a bit here, and it, it's not growing on me, it's actually, I'm liking it less and less mm. each time I see it. It's, the the songs are long. They're a little bit like you said. The Oompa Loompas are just kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah, don't like them. I just I have a picture in my head when I read the book of, of how it was, and that's. I think I think I like that. What we've said before, I, I like the first Willy Wonka better, and I liked. Uh, I I just like that vibe, even though it was different from the story. I liked it. Mm. I liked it. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, what else has been going on? Anything extremely exciting? There's a dispute at the moment whether we might actually have a petrol strike or not. That doesn't sound extremely exciting. Well, (laughs) when you see people fighting at petrol stations over petrol, which they could have got last week, and they'll probably be able to get next week anyway. Yes. But they're panic buying, and people are going into the petrol station that they've got three quarters of a tank and our government have literally turned around and said okay keep it at three quarters if you go below that then go fill up and you've got people doddering around panicking about oh, oh I'm about to hit three quarters of the way I better go put some more petrol in well, now is it it's a national thing or um, like European wide I've seen the bits on Facebook of people Kind of mentioning that it might be coming, but from what I can work out, it's a dispute with the the haulers. There's something with the haulers. I'm not too sure, but we've also had our petrol put up by three p. It's at one pound forty ish. Okay. Uh, national average, which is like you know ten bucks, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, they certain people are gonna uh, either down tools or 
put blockades up so the tankers can't get out and the police have promised to open up the the streets for the tankers and get the army in to drive all the tankers Jeez. around. It happened in 2000 and I remember it properly went bonkers then. People were just mm. going in fill up and you had a situation where we were at the time where you'd drive into a petrol station and they'd turn around and say, okay, you're only allowed £10. And they'd have someone there filling it out for you, making sure all you do is get £10. And it got really, really bad. Yeah. And... So it's not a thing, you can't go over the the border and get gas more freely, it's a... No, that... No. No. Um, I don't know, if you went over to France or in into Scotland, I suppose, I, I'm not too sure how it's working at the moment. There's not a lot of information coming out at the moment. But there was, there's a possible, uh, it's going to be rescinded because a lady who was hoarding petrol in her house set herself on fire. She was, she was uh, decanting um, petrol from one tub to another so her uh, daughter could have the petrol. And she okay. was doing it in the kitchen and the oven was on. Ah. And this is a big gas oven. And you've got yep. fumes of petrol going everywhere. And she decanted Open it. Open flame, yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, bang. Idiot. So it wasn't even like she caught fire. It exploded. From what I can work out, it was a big flash fire, which put ah. itself out pretty quickly, but it burnt about 40% of her. I'm not too sure how deep. It's really sad, but also, you know, Darwin strikes again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Mm. Yeah. But apart from that, we're all hunky dory. Are you? Uh, do you guys get the Hunger Games already, or is that movie not released where you are until later? I think it's. Uh, I've seen some trailers for it, but there's books originally on, on there. Yeah, it's all of a sudden it's been the rage the last year or so, and then. Uh... Uh, the movie just came out last week here, and it's the number one movie. And is it another one with know. wizards and stuff? No, it's. Um, I'm trying to think of how to explain it. It's. It's children thrown into life and death situations. So kind of. Uh, not Lord of the Flies. More like. Um, Do you ever see The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger, the game show where? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. It's each community has to send one child in, and the survivor of a battle to the death is the the winner. Hmm. Is it it's a good family movie? fair? It's yeah, yeah, because you have these. Um, I guess they're supposed to be like thirteen, fourteen year old kids making life and death decisions and thrust into adulthood and. Mm. They are better than the adults. Oh, how bizarre. <laughs> how rare in a film marketed toward children <laughs> that they should be the superiors <laughs> of the adults. Well, I'm always going to rely on my that. children if I get into a sticky situation. I'll just sit back and, yeah, you deal with it. It'll be fine. Well, I don't know. And This this is like a, a phenomenon. I guess there's three books. This first movie, um, you know, sometimes they take a a movie and they'll make it a collection of the books like as if they have no faith that it's going to be successful. Yeah. Like um, the Lemony Snicket series of unfortunate events books. I think they combine the first three books into the first movie. Ah. 
but apparently this is the first movie, fairly literally, and that means there's more on the way. Well, yeah. It's been a big hit. Hopefully it it won't bomb like John Carter did. Ah, uh, so I was just going to say, which I did see. Oh, you've seen it, have you? I saw it, and it was a choice of either that or the Lorax. And I opted for John Carter from Mars because I was with uh, my son's hockey team. We're like, oh, let's we'll go see a boy movie. And I had seen something where a critic said the movie was being unfairly criticized. Mm-hmm. And they could not have been more wrong. <laughs> that was horrible. Oh, is it terrible? Is it? It was just. It was just awful. And I, you know, I like science fiction, and I'm all for the cheesy. Uh, boy goes into unexpected situation and has to act like a savage and act out every 12-year-old boy's fantasy. Defeating the aliens, marrying the princess, all that. Hmm. But it just it was one of those movies that just felt like it was never going to end. And it was just corny. Yeah. Corny and cliched and like uh, It just seemed to me that. as it's nothing I hadn't seen before when I saw the trailer. And so mm-hmm. there and then decided... No, nah, I'm not going to go see it. And then I saw it was made by Disney. Mm-hmm. And you you tend to think, oh, okay, that's very cutesy. So it, it's not really going to work. So I just decided, no, nah, not going to bother with it at all. I'll probably catch yeah. on the Disney channel at some point when it's on. Uh, yeah, at some point it'll be on as they try to recoup their losses. That's, um, do you remember the movie Waterworld with Kevin Costner? Mm-hmm. I had heard previously that that was like the biggest flop although it made made a lot of money overseas for how much it cost to make and how much it brought in domestically at the time it was it was always listed as like one of the first big multi-million dollar losing films Hmm. Um, and then for a while it was on all the time like they must have just been licensing it out to every channel and hey you know (laughs) you got two hours to kill watch this movie it's on at 10 it's on at 12 it's on at 8 it's on the next day yeah it's kind of like Mad Max, but on water, though, isn't it? Really? Yes. Yeah, I actually don't mind Waterworld. I thought it was a decent movie. Yeah, I, I, I can take it or leave it. I'm not really fussed about that one, to be honest. No. Well, there's a lot of people who don't care for Kevin Costner, and I think that movie came out at kind of the peak of the Costner loathing. Mm. <laughs> like, we've had enough of him. Yeah. Which, well, uh, Wrath of the Titans is coming out. I think it's out now, actually, here. Yeah, that's um, out. And what's the name of the guy who's who plays Perseus in the new movies? Oh, um, oh, he wasn't he in Terminator? That's what I was gonna say. He's he's supposedly like in a lot of movies now, and people are starting to say, pick a franchise. Oh right, okay. Yeah, he was in Terminator. I think he was in, um, like a superhero movie too. But I'm not sure. I can't even remember his name. I thought he was the um, uh. The human Terminator in the, the the recent one with Christian Bale. Yeah, the one who thinks he's human. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, you three people. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie by now, it doesn't apply. No, definitely not. No. All right. Well, we have uh, a little bit of time. Is there any any uh, areas you want to go? Any news you want to cover? I have. Four quick-ish sort of stories that I'd like to put to you, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, I'll start off with the gruesome one, and then that'll be gone. Then you don't have to worry, okay? I will mute now. Okay, okay. 
Okay. Um, this is from Sky News, and it says, Man saws off his own foot to avoid work. An unemployed Aust- Austrian man has sewn off his left foot, apparently to avoid being fit enough to go back to work. Police described the desperate 56-year-old man deliberately sliced off above the ankle with a mechanical saw and threw it into an oven. <laughs> the man in uh, southern Austria then hobbled into his garage and called the ambulance. Emergency services looked in the oven and they were able to recover the foot, but they weren't able to sew it back on. I, I personally wouldn't cut off my own foot to get out of work. I think no. the worst I've done is turn around and said I had a dodgy uh, tikka masala the previous night and I couldn't come in. And that's... When you were young, did you ever heat up the thermometer to make it seem like you were you were sick when you really weren't? Yeah, I copied that off E.T. Do you remember when Elliot was in bed yep. and he was resting it against his bed light? I had, a, I had a strip light over my bed instead of a bulb light. And mm-hmm. I used to do it on that. And I also, kids, get ready for this. I also used to put talcum powder on my face to make myself slightly pale. And it it worked. It worked. Only <laughs> once, though. But it does work. That temperature of 110 didn't uh, dissuade your parents into thinking that you might be stretching the truth? Oh, no. the um, the um With the uh, thermometer, that was a, a once-off. And then the second time around, I tried it with the... Um, uh, talcum powder. I got away with the talcum powder one. That actually worked. What's what's your best sick voice? If you had to phone in today... <laughs> My best sick voice yeah. is someone else calling for me. Cause oh. I always feel like that has to be a step. Like It takes away the whole, well, can he come in? No. Oh, he's so sick he can't even get up. <laughs> he can't get to the phone. I've yeah I've had uh, Boudoir phone in for me once I think and I phoned in for her no my mum phoned in for her once because we were going somewhere <laughs> I think she yeah yeah she's really poorly but was she was she your mum or was she like the nurse at some clinic hello I'm calling for uh... no she Call. was actually at, oh my my mum acting no 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 that would never work yeah. <laughs> no she just um lied through her teeth and she's uh, apparently quite good at it which is um, kind of worrying but um, the, I've heard the best way of getting a sick voice is to lay on the bed uh, tip your head back over the edge of the bed so your head's upside down and then speak in the phone so then you're not putting on anything and it sounds a bit different your throat is definitely askew yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I'm just giving you tips on how to get out of work, guys. Okay. What more could you want? <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, that wasn't that bad of a story. We've we've definitely talked about much worse. Yeah. Okay. Next story. Panda poo tea. Have you ever heard? Uh, have you ever heard of panda poo tea? No. The idea is uh, this guy is going to his local panda facility, in other words, his uh, local zoo, and mm-hmm. picking up panda poo. Okay. And then he's growing tea and using the panda poo to fertilize the tea, or tea leaves. Oh, that's that's not as gross as I thought it was going to be. It's very, very expensive. Apparently it's the world's most expensive tea at $200 a cup. 
and it's all down to panda poo. And I, I think I'd have a go. I'd definitely taste it. It's no different. I doubt it makes a difference. I mean, I, I, I really was expecting this to go a whole different route, but just if it's, I mean, aren't almost all tea products fertilized in some way? Well, yeah, this is what I was gonna say. I'm sure a lot of um, plants and stuff that we already eat anyway is fertilized either by cattle or horses or a man strolling in the park. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're gonna sit there and go, mm, "I taste a bit of bamboo in that." There's, there's no. Uh... I don't see how it translates. Yeah, well, that's the idea. Because pandas solely eat bamboo, they only uh, uh, take uh, Their absorb. Their high fiber diet helps. <laughs> well, they, they only absorb twenty percent of the goodness from the bamboo, and so literally they're shitting bamboo out again, which has just been chewed up. Yeah, that's that's two hundred dollars. I would not spend. That seems. Uh... It seems like a, uh, you're not getting the reward. That's a scam to me. Mm. I call shenanigans. The tea is described as fragrant and smooth. Uh, but some of his guests were not impressed when he, uh, this guy who's creating it had some people over. Um, a man from... A, uh, sorry, a tourist from London said, It tastes like shit. <laughs> I'd have some. I definitely would have some. I doubt that if you made that and didn't tell anyone what it was and then put it with some other teas that people would, some other high quality teas that people would say, oh, there's something about that one. But maybe they would. Hmm. I'd give it, it a kind go. kind of defeats, I mean, to me, the tea I drink is just, it, it's very weak, I'm sure, compared to some of these, these fancier teas, but just... uh I I don't know. I don't know what what do people really want to get out of their tea. You want to be able just to enjoy it leisurely and and uh, it's a warm, relaxing beverage. I think. Yeah. Do you want to be made to feel like you have to sip it slowly because you only get a thimbleful? Or. Well, at two hundred pound a pop, you couldn't <laughs> exactly knock it back, could you? That'd be really poor. No. How do you have your tea? Uh, I really just have it um, usually just alone like by itself sometimes with uh, with a cake oh okay that's basically it well what I was getting at is uh, either milk or sugar or anything like that no neither just oh. just flavored water hot flavored water really yep oh that's crazy <laughs> how dare you not a big tea drinker it's kind of just an alternate to hot flavored milk mm. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, moving on to the next story that I have. All right. Did you hear about the Colombian mechanic who uh, was crowned the Obama lookalike? No. Uh, there was a a car mechanic has been picked as the best lookalike of U.S. President Barack Obama after his boss forced him into enter uh, the offbeat competition. Now, what happened? This guy didn't really want to go into this competition. He had to travel. Where did he have to travel from? Uh, it was in Colombia. To some two places beginning with B, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and, uh, it must have been pretty close then, because, yeah. you know, B to B. It, it was miles, apparently. 
And okay. he he went in there. He didn't really want to, but he was all um, suited and booted. And to to build up the evening, they had uh, CIA agents all over the place, you know, making it look a little bit authentic. He went in. He won the competition. And then he started to complain because his prize money didn't cover the cost of the trip uh, to get him home again. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he does look remarkably like the um, your boss, shall we say? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, what what is it about it? What? How can I put it? Um, when people do impersonations, a lot of times they focus on a specific characteristic. It'll be a facial expression, uh, a hairstyle. Oh no, well, um, this... you know, what would you say is the the single element that that draws someone to say like, oh, you know, he looks. Is it the ears that tends to like if you do a caricature, 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 yeah. yes, of of President Obama. A lot of times, it's these ears that that seem a little different than your average. That would be different than everyone else's head. Mm. Um, well, uh, an event organizer on this uh, turned around and said that there are a number of characteristics we look at. It's skin color and eyebrows. But according to one of the uh, judges, a perfect pre- presidential head shape was the winning element. Ah. He's kind of got... Uh, Barack Obama has this uh, bulbous round bit at the back of his head, basically where your okay. brain goes. But mm-hmm. he, he had the perfect profile for that. And that's what won him the um, the prize. He, he won a thousand pounds. No, he, how much did he win? I can't remember how much he won, but he had a uh, a thousand mile journey to get there and then to get back. But think and of all was... the money that he could make now personating this guy. He could. I guess, yeah. You know, you do have professional looky likeies, don't you? Yes, and and, uh, and they don't even have to sound like the person. Sometimes they just say, "Don't speak," just stand and wave, or. Well, yeah, he can walk into a room, stand, wave, mime to a speech, and then walk out. It's not hard. Oh, well. You know, if he actually were to uh, be summoned, if something happened to the president himself, they might summon him in and ask him to fill in for an important function, and he might just decide he wants to be president himself. It's his chance to do the right thing. Oh, yeah, he could be the double, couldn't he? He could be Dave. Did you ever see that movie? I've heard of it. That's that's the premise, is that uh, he's he's a look-alike for a president. The president, uh, I think he has a heart attack with his mistress. Mm-hmm. And so they decide, we can't let that get out. We have to let him die in another way. So in the meantime, let's bring this impersonator in and have him fill in. And he decides he's going to use this power for good, change the world. Is that quite an old movie? Yeah, yeah, I think it's 80s or 90s. Yeah, and it's sad that I say it's quite an old movie and it's 90s. I was going to say, there was. I was watching something today where, um, what was it? It was Existential Dungeons and Dragons, mm. and so... It was all about, instead of playing the the wizard and the cleric and the dwarf, you were different aspects of this 
depressed office worker's personality. And so long story short, one of the things was, you know, they had to roll the dice for different events and they were, they had just been, uh, um, they had like a, a bad experience and they, they rolled a 12-sided dice and it came out high as so they were rewarded with, they got to hear the song they um, lost their virginity to on the radio. It was Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> and they're like, oh, and then they had to roll another dice and it came out low and they went, and then you have the epiphany that that song was 15 years ago. Now you feel old. And they're like, oh. Oh, God. So, yes, yeah, so this whole 80s, 90s, even uh, through the Xbox lately, I've been listening to music because my computer seems to be reluctant to multitask. Yeah. And as I'm going through the stations, I'm like, oh, uh, yes, the Smiths and the Cure. They're on the Oldies channel now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed That's... that. Yeah. There was a time when they were new wave, and now they're. Just wave. Ah, oh, but the the thing is though, the music's moved over to them oldie channels, and so have we. We've mm-hmm. migrated from the hipper, trendy pile of crap that they stick out now, and we've gone to the thing that we thought was old and you know dusty and a bit cobwebby. Yes. But That's we're true. there now, thinking, oh no, this is quite good. I actually quite like these mellow tunes. <laughs> yes. Yes, well, even with movies, I we've talked about this before too. I sometimes share them with my kids, and they're like, "This is so slow." Even music, it's the same kind of thing. It's like this is slow. Mm. <laughs> right, I've got one more for you. If that's all right, we got time. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, is there a real zombie outbreak going on right now in Africa? I put this on the Facebook page. I don't know if you saw this or not. Yep, it looked interesting. Yeah. A weird disease spreading in Africa has health officials baffled, and the symptoms may sound a little bit too familiar. Uh, It's called nodding disease. The zombie-like disorder has spread more than 3,000 children in northern Uganda, uh, and basically kids go into the fetal position and uh, start nodding. And when they're disturbed, they try and tear your lungs out and so brains yeah well, they just sit there yeah they do they they sit there rocking and nodding and families have resorted to tying their children up and infected people up uh the children are also gnashing at, at ropes that they're tried to that they're tied down with and so it's very uh, zombie-ish and it's kind. I'm. I've been made to read uh, World War Z or Z or Z mm-hmm. or Z, and I'm about a quarter of the way through at the moment. And it's very re- reminiscent of that book, where families have tied their loved ones up just to prevent them from hurting themselves or each other. And yeah, kind of weird. Yeah. Well, many. Epidemics seem to start in uh, that part of the world, so perhaps it is the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. Oh dear. <laughs> it's kind of scary, though, when fiction is written like this, and then something in the real world happens very, very similar to it. Yes. And then it kind of brings it home. Oh, hang on, this actually could happen. Well, yes, because then you start to expect the entire story to come true. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Well, hopefully, you know, everyone will get better and we can all play solitaire again. Yes. I don't know. 
or mine without mine a sweep. leash, without being tied to the table. Yeah. When was the last time you ever played Minesweep? Uh, you mean the computer one? Yeah. Where you click and it's little numbers. Um, last year. Oh. We, I think when I was updating one of the computers we had, you know, it's one of the things that's preloaded on there. Yeah. It's like, oh, click, click, click. But I, I didn't really play very hard. It was maybe one or two serious games, and then all of a sudden it was just click until I hit a bomb. <laughs> Going for speed. Click, 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 click. Yeah, I, I normally give up after one game. Damn mm. it. <laughs> Nearly one. Bastard. <laughs> Yeah, zombies in Africa. So that's all the news I've got for you. Have you got anything for us at all? No, no. Today was just just the listener, the happy listener. The couple of things I had I were timely back in January. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, it's almost Easter. So I think I might have to uh, save, find a replacement. Now, you have gone through daylight savings time. You're back to within five hours of me at the moment. Yep, yep. We've all gone through that. No moaning whatsoever. Yep. So. And you did not have much snow this winter either, right? We had one day of snow. That was basically it. Yeah, we had possibly a week of it being on and off, on and off. And then it takes a week and a half for it to melt. But apart from that, it's been all right. It's global warming. Mm. Global warming and zombies. Ooh. The world is ending. It's all It's all signs for the Mayan calendar. Oh, yeah, the apocalypse will hit us. Yes. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll have another episode out before then. Well, yeah, fingers crossed. Certainly expect that. We might pull our <laughs> fingers out of our bum holes and actually do yes. something about it. Yes. Well, I sit there and <laughs> I, I, I'm sure you understand, too, that just we do things here at the house, then, uh, you know, going to podcast it has to be like the fourth thing down on the list. Yes. You know, I better make sure everything else gets done first and... Did you go grocery shopping? No. So I guess I will not be Skyping with Alton today. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that seems to be how it works. That's fine. You know, real life gets in the way of this pretense that we perform. Well, it used to be once a week. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> well, I don't know. We, uh, this, this definitely was work-related, though, and I have tried several times to get myself out of this project, but it looks like I might have to ride out the full 12 weeks, so Ouch. that would mean I'm about a third of the way through at the moment. Mm. Yes. A lot, of, a lot of You might find me at uh, on the com- logged in onto the computer at 2 in the morning local. We did something with Xbox. They have uh, Xbox Live Rewards, and one of the things is it keeps track of your activity. And so you know, Jay looks at his, and there's these little dots all over. You played this many hours this day and that day. Yeah. Let's look at yours, Dad. Oh, what happened? It's broken. <laughs> what do you mean it's broken? <laughs> it stops on 22 days ago. No, no. I, I've stopped 22 days ago. I disappeared from the earth then. Yeah, just constantly working. Yeah, that's uh, it's, that's the other part of it, too, is it's not, it becomes so all-consuming that then productivity waivers and instead of spending six hours doing something it's a distracted seven and a half hours yeah or a tired eight hours yeah well we thank all the listeners for sticking with us through our big hiatus that we're having at the moment yes Uh, i'm sure things will pick up very very soon Uh, there are there are high quality podcasts that come out once a month or mm -hmm. so we're fine we do need a moral for today's episode do you have anything in mind um don't cut your foot off. 
That could be good. I was leaning toward it's easier to say political cartoon than caricature. But that was a much more me-centric <laughs> one. Um, uh, I think we'll go with don't cut your foot off. Okay, there we go. I'm happy with that one then. Yes. Because it's really not worth it for a day off. There's better ways to get a day off. Yeah, and then you've, at the end of it, you've got your foot in an oven as well. Yeah, and what would you do? So you have the day off to spend in the emergency room? Yeah. Was he hiding it in the oven? I, I wonder if there was a knock on the door and, you know, he was like, don't come in. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, are you baking something? Yes, yes. Yeah, the people, people <laughs> at the door, they can just hear this power saw just winding down. Are you all right? It's, you're stuck on the couch. I'm just sitting on the couch. I'm just tired. Anyway, well, thank you all very much for listening and sticking with us and watch for more activity on the Facebook page, on our Twitter feeds, which is Elton McManus or SHC1970. Um, You can certainly check the various other activities of Mr. McManus, the uh, Threadless. Is it Threadless you're selling the shirt through or? Uh, Not Threadless. No, it's uh, Redbubble. Red bubble? Yeah, red, red bubble at the moment. I'm working on something else. I'm working on wonkyfinger.com. Okay. So that's that's nearly there. It's not quite there, though. It will be, though. I have faith. It, yeah, it, it'll be there. <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be fine. All right. All right. Well, I will work on getting this edited and up on the airwaves early next week. And we'll hopefully be back within another 10 days or so. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys, for listening. All right. All right. Have a good Easter, everyone. Yep. Uh, or if you don't celebrate it, then just have a good Sunday. Yes. Have a nice long weekend. There you go. You lucky people. <laughs> yeah. How come I don't get other people's holidays off? Oh, don't start that. God. <laughs> that's a big... Yeah. That's yes. a big debate. I understand. <laughs> not, well, it's not anybody else's fault. And I'll be working on those days anyway. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, thank you all very much, and uh, have a good holiday, sir. And I will talk to you soon. Okie dokie. See you later, guys. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.